It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, welcome to the Panacea Concept. Today we have a special episode uh, on my social media. I teased about this episode um, last week. Uh, so this is pretty fresh info. I have my new... Uh, hormone test is a saliva-based and blood spot card-based uh, test for my thyroid and uh, sex hormones. So this is what's called right now a stress mood and metabolism test. Uh, it is um, in more clinical terms referred to, or no, nah, I'm, I'm guessing clinical still applies to this because there's, uh, like always, if you ever hear me uh, stopping or uh, stumbling over my words and going back, it's because there's a uh, issue with language, using language in certain ways, so I got to make sure I'm careful with what I say on my podcast, and that is uh, particularly because it doesn't really because there's like a battle over words and a battle over you, the the consumer, you, the the person who um, is a human being and should be respected. But um, but the words that you hear when it comes to healthcare, uh, I do that with air quotes. Is it's particular words that have legal. Uh, protection i guess uh, if you want to call it that or maybe more it's, it's more like a, how a dog marks its territory um that's basically what um the healthcare insurance companies have done is they've marked their territory on certain words um so i use the other words um so that it is in the legal legal realm of what i can say so Anyway, uh, so in more clinical terms, if that's okay to say, um, it's referred to as a thyroid adrenal hormone test. It is a saliva-based test. It's uh, really nice. It's four samples. I say nice because you don't have to draw blood four times a day. Um, so what you do is you spit in a tube uh, of various sizes. There's one large tube and three small ones, um, one in the morning and then the other three throughout the day. And then you get to see how many, how, uh, how your body's producing cortisol throughout the day. So that's the, uh, stress hormone. Uh, but it's also the get up and go hormone. So you don't want too little cortisol and you don't want too much. Um, it does spike the blood sugar. It's a glucocorticoid, which means that Gluco means sugar. Um, so you don't want to be spiking your blood sugar with stress all the time. Uh, it's to, You can spike your blood sugar without food, um, hence the glucocorticoid and where I was going with that. So, um, uh, so one of the awesome things about being an integrative health practitioner, being a health coach, life coach, uh, all the type of, types of coaches I want to be uh, rolled up into one is that I benefit from my own information and I benefit from my own... Um, uh, yeah, my own. I can run my own tests. So um, it's it's been uh, an awesome year plus since I ran my my big five. Uh, both me and my wife did our first big five over a year ago, uh, and it showed and highlighted a lot of things that were um, out of balance. Um, so out of balance being the non uh, medicine medical term. That, uh, that I can use. Um, but out of balance doesn't mean that it's less important than a, a 
in a lot of cases, it's just as important as getting a diagnosis. The only difference is that you're actually able to see what came before the symptoms, what led to the symptoms. I don't care about symptoms very much. Uh, there's nothing I can do in a very quick manner uh, when it comes to people having symptoms. That's for the uh, mainstream medicine realm. But um, when it came to my slow thyroid and what mainstream medicine can do, it wasn't very impressive to me. So to be very honest, I asked uh, oh, years ago, this was way before I became an integrative health practitioner, I asked why, why is my thyroid slowing down? What's going on? And the doctor at the time, and I'm, I'm sure she's still a doctor. Um, <laughs> it, she had no answers for me. She said, eh, it just happens. It's, it's kind of this thing that I kept getting throughout my life over and over again, the same type of answer. It's a kind of shrug, reluctance to uh, being completely ignorant about health. And, uh, and I don't say that with any um, malice towards the doctor, although I did hold a grudge against her for a while because of, um, because when we are, uh, when we are ignorant ourselves on our own health, we go to these certain people for help and they, and when they don't seem to care or know anything, or even they're not able to refer us to other people, uh, that can be very frustrating to experience for over 20 years. And so I had enough of that. Uh, luckily I heard uh, a podcast and I went down my own rabbit hole of becoming the health practitioner that I've always wanted to meet. Um, so here I am able to understand my own issues and imbalances as well as others, other people, uh, and help them as well as myself and my family to overcome them through uh, simple, effective lifestyle protocols. Um, and here we are a year and four months later. I know I feel a lot better after um, understanding what imbalances to correct when it came to my low mood, my... Uh, uh, was I irritable at that time? You know what? There's a little questionnaire when, uh, that comes with the uh, thyroid adrenal hormone test or stress mood and metabolism test. So let's see how I was feeling a year and four months ago. So around January of 2020. That's right, before the lockdowns. Um, anyway, so I had some acne. I was anxious. I was burned out. I felt burned out. Um, I was fatigued all throughout the day. Uh, yes, I was irritable, had joint pain, um, and other symptoms. I was nervous. That was a, that was a big one that felt weird, um, to me to just be nervous, uh, just randomly. Uh, stamina decreased. I had major sleeping difficulties, um, and I had an, an other stuff that I won't go over because it's maybe too, too much, you know, too much information. So anyway. Uh, so, so I got this test. It showed that I had low testosterone, which we'll go over in a second and how I was able to rebalance it. What's the science behind it? What's the, in layman's term, because if, if we really go deep into the science here, I don't know if you'll get any benefit from it. Um, but if for someone who's like my client or someone who is asking me this question online or something like that, I'm just going to go into a a small level of depth. You can go to my previous podcast on how to boost testosterone um, and how to re 
balance your hormones. I've had other podcasts on that. Um, and it's definitely going to be worth your time. And you can also go to the Cabral concept and, and, uh, listen to those episodes. There are almost 2000 episodes. So plenty of hormone episodes for you to educate yourself on, uh, from a you know layman's perspective. So it's not going to be too much where you're going to have to take notes or anything. It's going to be a basic fundamental understanding um, that, and that's all you need, uh, you know, unless you want to become a health coach. You don't really need more understanding. You just need enough information so that you have some faith in what you're doing. Yes, it does require faith to change your habits, your daily habits, uh, and pursue a goal. Everything requires some amount of faith. Even if it's completely scientifically sound, it still requires a bit of faith um, because you, we, no matter what amount of information we have, there's still going to be um, some bit of information that we're missing. And then what takes place of that missing information is going to be faith. So, um, so keep that in mind. Anyway, um, not too heavy of a rant episode. I hope I'm just hope I'm uh, prefacing, prefacing uh, this hormone test enough um, to help you understand where I'm going. So let's get into it. How did I uh, not not only rebalance my thyroid, my uh, slow thyroid, no longer slow. Uh, it's 0.1, so it's 0.1 above optimal, but it's definitely well well below the conventional range or the mainstream range for hypothyroidism. So I'm well, well below that. Um, but yeah, how did I do that? How did I boost my testosterone? We have this top-down mentality. We have this um, surface-level mentality where we're just, we see a symptom and like, okay, let's correct that one thing. Uh, well, understanding how the system works is way better than just correcting what you see. It's like, um, only seeing a fire on the surface when there's a fire, a floor, you know, one floor down. Um, well, take care of the fire one floor down as well as uh, on top of, uh, any, yeah, I guess, was that a good metaphor? I'm not sure. I hope that helps. So if there's two floors and there's a fire on the first floor and all you're concentrating is the fire on the second floor, then it's not going to be very effective. Um technique or, or tool or whatever to um, put out the fire. So anyway, how did I do it? Is it magic? Am I am a, a wizard? No, I am not a wizard. I didn't do any magic. I didn't take any drugs to, to, uh, or hormone replacements to, um, even if they're natural, I didn't take any of that stuff to correct these imbalances. So what did I do? So let's go, let's go through the, uh, list. Uh, of what I had out of balance the first time in uh, January 2020. Uh, so my estrogen was fine. My progesterone was fine for a male. So it was low. Um, you know, that's a good range for, for that. So we're not going to go over that. Um, testosterone was one point shy, one whole point shy of uh, the optimal range for someone my age. So not only am I a year plus older, but my testosterone is higher than it was a year ago. So that's kind of goes against uh, mainstream uh, so-called wisdom when they say age is why your, uh, you know, that's pretty much everything is a blame is genetics and age. You know, your testosterone's lower, your thyroid is slower. It's age. It's just age. Nothing you can do about it. Here's a prescription. Here's a, here's a pharmaceutical. So, um, so yeah, so 
year later and all, everything's looking better. So why is that? That's because I understand how the system works and I'm going to be sharing with you some tips as we go along. Uh, like I said, previous episodes, feel free to go back. Um, and yeah, so my testosterone was at 109 on a saliva-based test, so it may be different on a, you know, a blood-based test or something like that, but 109, um, and my DHEA was also low. With DHEA, if you're unfamiliar, is a hormone that converts into other hormones, so there's a pathway, uh, there are many pathways in the body of chemical reactions, and DHEA, yes, um, turns into... Uh, cortisol as well as testosterone and estrogen so it, it comes before it comes before uh, those hormones so uh, so if that's low then that means I, I have less hormone resources to be converted into testosterone and cortisol and um, estrogen and progesterone so a lot of people think that you don't need um, like any, like like it'd be better if estrogen was zero, but that's not really the case. It's more about balance. Everything's about balance. So um, I'll just say that throughout this whole uh, podcast. So anyway, DHEA was low. So what does that mean? My testosterone was low. Why was that? Uh, these are questions I've asked all my life to mainstream doctors. Why? Um, that question, why? And they are not taught that, so it's really not their fault. But I think they owe it to their patients to at least know enough to refer out to other people. Otherwise, you know, I don't think the, I don't think mainstream medicine is giving informed consent because I know I didn't have informed consent. I didn't know that there were reasons behind my low testosterone, which I wasn't diagnosed with that, but I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I didn't know. There were reasons behind that and my doctor didn't know that there were reasons behind that so how can i get prescribed things without being uh, consulted on my options i don't i don't think that's ethical so um you know nothing i'm not blaming the doctor eh, i'm somewhat blaming the doctor i think it is her responsibility and i think we all have to take our own you know 100 responsibility for our actions um, but it's also the system in which she learned how to be a doctor. So, um, so anyway, uh, let's keep going. So my free T4 and T3 were technically fine. Um, so not too much to talk about there. My TSH, my thyroid stimulating hormone, was 3.3. So that's on the clinical side of hypothyroidism, um, and. Okay, and uh, now it's at a 2.1, so just 0.1 shy of where I absolutely want it to be, but we'll go into why that may be and why, what easy correction I can do from, from now. So 3.3, my TSH was high. Why is that? So I, if you're watching this because you have thyroid issues, feel free to go back to my thyroid-based episodes where I educate a lot on what is going on with the thyroid. I think it's all the episodes I have on my thyroid, on thyroid um, health is going to be a lot quicker crash course than uh, the Cabral concept, in my opinion, and that's because I think he goes into 
a lot more detail and has a lot more episodes. So it'll be a quicker way for you to go from A to Z um, through my podcast, but then feel free to also go to his podcast because it's he's very knowledgeable and I learned a lot from him and that's where my certifications come from. So, um, and... Nice. Okay. And my hemoglobin A1C in the morning was also lower, which uh, is kind of, it's, uh, it kind of represents the blood sugar spiking in the morning. So it's not, doesn't spike as much as the uh, first test. So um, that is pretty good. Uh, next, yes, and vitamin D. So last last point I'll go over, then I'll talk to you about how I did what I did um, and how I help people do the same thing, my clients uh, do the same thing. So vitamin D3 was low, which your thyroid depends on to convert T4 to T3, which is uptaken by the thyroid. So T3 being the most used uh, thyroid hormone, but it is also um, not the most abundant. So the body has more T4, um, but then it, it takes that resource, converts it into T3 for the thyroid to use it. Uh, why that is, who knows, but that's what happens. So let's say, I forgot the exact percentage, but let's say it's like 30% of the, of the um, uh, hormone that the thyroid uses is T4, and then like 70% that of the hormone that the thyroid uses is uh, T3. So um, that kind of, uh, I'm not sure if that made, I made that harder for you to understand or not, but that's that's the way it is. Okay, um, let's go into it. So if you're watching this because you have low testosterone and you're trying to take every pill under the sun uh, to try and increase this, um, don't. Uh, don't need to do that. Testosterone is a recuperating hormone. It is a hormone that due to stresses, uh, stressors, as well as toxicities, they're, I'm basically saying the same thing three times, um, due to all those factors, you'll, your body is going to start shutting down in, in a sense. It's not going to be as vibrant as it once was, uh, and then it's going to conserve resources. That's why all these things were low, basically. So there were a lot of health. Um, it think there were things holding my body back from uh, being fully, uh, you know, f being uh, really vital. I guess I was other say vital. So it, it was preventing me from being really vital. My vitality was low, and, and because of those things, I had to, and because of those things and my hormones being lower because of those um, toxicities and deficiencies, that means that all I have to do really is I have to get rid of the toxicities and um, replace my deficiencies. And so what was I deficient in? Nutrients. Uh, we have one nutrient uh, here on this hormone test, and that's really important for the thyroid, and it's vitamin D3. It is also a hormone. Um, it's actually a hormone, but it's referred to as a vitamin. I'm not sure the full story about that, um, but just so you know, it's it's a hormone, but it's natural to it's not too 
abrasive or disruptive to supplement with vitamin D3 as it would be to supplement with testosterone, which I'll explain in a second, or to supplement with you know estrogen or progesterone or anything like that, um, which I don't know if they supplement with progesterone. But anyway, a lot of people, because they have low estrogen or low progesterone, they take this static, unmoving... Um, dose of a hormone, which is not the smartest move, I'll just say that. Um, and that's kind of like the, the typical hormone therapy. And what actually is happening is you're making a mess. Uh, you're making a mess with your hormones or the doctor who is, um, you know, tossing pills at you, uh, is making a mess with your hormones because hormones convert into other hormones. Like I said earlier in this podcast, DHEA converts into other hormones. So like testosterone, cortisol, uh, estrogen, and, and progesterone. There's a, there's a sort of branch or path, yeah, branch or pathways, whatever image uh, makes the most sense to you, uh, where the hormone starts at the trunk right? A particular hormone. Uh, let's not, I'm not going to throw any names at you because then I might be confusing you. And then it goes out into these different potential bra uh, branches depending on your life um, and what you're doing and your toxicities and deficiencies. Um, so they'll go and to convert to other hormones. Uh, so same thing happens with testosterone so or estrogen. So let's say you're, you're, uh, you're having hormone therapy because you're not uh, having, uh, you're having trouble conceiving a baby. That is, that's, that's a, a touchy subject, I know, but, um, that's actually not the best way to do it for both you or the baby is not to just dose yourself with large quantities of hormone, hoping that, um, uh, you know, you get pregnant. It's not healthy and it's, it's pretty reckless. And that's kind of, um, it's kind of like how if you thought of old school medicine, like 50, 100 years ago, um, however many years uh, old school conventional pharmacology was was um, doing some crazy things in your mind, um, like drilling holes into people's skulls to relieve cranial pressure, um, that kind of crazy. It's only more subtle because it's a pharmaceutical and it's a hormone. So um, think about that. So every... Every, uh, everybody thinks right now that we're at the cutting edge and we're not doing anything overly dumb when it comes to science, but that's the same thing they thought of, they thought they were doing 50 years ago. They thought they were acting on the best of science um, and they weren't doing anything idiotic. But uh, that's simply not the case. And it, I don't know if it ever will be, but um, we are definitely doing things that are idiotic when it comes to pharmaceuticals. And um, keep that in mind. So don't just uh, be a guinea pig or a, a, um, a chemical factory for your, your uh, mainstream doctor. Make sure to do your homework. And honestly, when it comes to long-term health and uh, just, yeah, just a better life, it's going to be the natural, you're going to have to do the natural way. And, and by have to, I mean, if you care about yourself and your long-term health, you're going to have to do the natural, the natural way. It's just, it's, it's the real way. It's not like, it's not this fake. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, people have babies when they uh, dose themselves with large quantities of hormone, but what does that do to the body? 
I'm sure your, your mainstream doctor doesn't know because otherwise they wouldn't be dosing you with nonchalantly with uh, probably f 10 times the amount of hormones you need. Um, and anyway, then what does that hormone convert to? Um, to uh, does it convert to other hormones like testosterone? That's right. Estrogen can, can convert into uh, testosterone. It can go and convert into other hormones that lead to other unsightly issues that people do not like. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's go. Same thing, but really the same story that I just told you about estrogen applies to testosterone. So, so I think I... For the last, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years, testosterone supplements have been huge. Oh, this, you know, antler horn uh, produces testosterone or it gets you uh, producing testosterone or whatever. But what, uh, what is not discussed is what, why, first of all, why? Why don't you have the testosterone that you want? Or, um, you know, yes, there's a, um, there's a certain amount of age playing a role, but the most likely issue is that you have toxicities and deficiencies. It's like the body doesn't have what it needs to function, and it's also slightly poisoned. So why would it function as well as it could? And um, and it can't. So that's why it doesn't function as much. So testosterone can convert into DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone, I believe. And, um, and that's the hormone that can be... Um, that can lead to, what are the symptoms? It could lead to water weight. It could lead to uh, baldness. Uh, so male pattern baldness, uh, whatever type of baldness you're more predisposed to. Um, and um, yeah, that's probably most likely irritability. A lot of a lot of things when you're throwing off irritability is, is going to be <laughs> is going to be one of the symptoms, um, but it's really subtle and hard to, to um, identify. So, all right, so that's estrogen and testosterone. So what did I do? So my cortisol was fine. So if you feel like you're um, dragging throughout cer certain parts of the day chances are you're not producing as much cortisol as you could. So you could take some energy boosting um, natural supplements and, um, and then keep in mind when it comes to caffeine, yes, you can get a little bit more energy, but what does that do to your body? Does it spike your blood sugar? Uh, yes, it does. Um, does it uh, rob some nutrition from from some part of your body, is it really leading to more burnout when it comes to your adrenals? That's all, all things that need to be examined on a case-to-case -case, uh, on a case-to-case -case basis. So, uh, up next, so hypothyroid. So, if you're watching this for hypothyroidism, um, yeah, like I said, you were not alone with not having any answers when it came to your. Um, the reason why your thyroid is slowing down. So just like your hormones that I was just discussing earlier, your thyroid has particular nutrients in which it uses those nutrients or resources to synthesize, to make hormones, to function. And um, sounds so simple now, but when I was, when I was in that uh, misinformation bubble, when I wasn't aware this information existed, um, it was a little bit, uh, it was a little challenging for me to wrap my head around, but yes. So what particular nutrients do your, does your thyroid use? There's a episode, um, in my, in my 
long catalog of episodes titled The Four Minerals, I believe, Four Minerals that the thyroid uses to function. So feel free to listen to that uh, episode. So there's minerals and there's vitamins. Uh, one of the vitamins that we're going to discuss here is vitamin D3. Many people that I have talked to about that have slow thyroids um, have low vitamin D. Your thyroid uses vitamin D. If you have low vitamin D, then it stands to reason that your thyroid would also start to slow down with the with the lessening of the resource with the less that vitamin D. So keep that in mind. So it, could it be as simple as just vitamin D? Yeah, it could. Um, and my vitamin D is still a little bit low. Um, it's about 20, 19, 19 points lower than 18, 18 points lower than I want it to be. And that's because I was supplementing with 4,000 IUs of uh, vitamin D. So that was not enough for me. Uh, could I use more sun? Absolutely as well. Um, so I need to go up a few thousand IUs in order to build up my vitamin D levels. And that is um, one thing that could probably push me over the over that point one edge of where I want to be, where I want my thyroid, my TSH to be. Um, instead of a 2.1, I would like it at max to be a 2.0. And um, and yeah, so that'll be that's something I've been addressing over the last couple of weeks as well. And I actually have a bit more energy than I uh, had before. So vitamin D absolutely crucial, but so are your minerals, and so are so are so is a, so are, is a lot of things. So um, your free T4 and free T3 are also very important factors for me. I'm in a good range, but for other people, they may not be having enough. Uh, there may be an indicator that you're your body's not producing enough T4, T3. So um, that's also very important. And that's what needs to be on a thyroid panel. If you're getting this ran through your primary care physician is you should have these. Uh, yeah. You know what? Let me tell you these factors. You know, one, yeah, you should have this whole test if you're going to evaluate your thyroid in general. Um, because if you have high cortisol, if you're overproducing cortisol, then um, that's going to show a lot of stress. So you're going to you're going to know already. You know, one uh, one um, check mark, I guess, in the column of why you have a, a slow thyroid is too much stress. So what's going on at those times of the day? Um, and yeah, what's going on? So it could be a lot of things. So we're not gonna not gonna get into that either. So anyway, so free T4, free T3, TSH, and TPO antibodies. So when it comes to Hashimoto's, uh, I think I've done an episode a long time ago. So if you go back and listen to Hashimoto's, my Hashimoto's episodes, they're not going to be as uh, as polished, I believe, as these episodes are getting. Um, so feel free to just skip those and go to the Cabral concept and, and watch or listen to those Hashimoto's episodes. But the, the main thing though is going to be on, is going to be just look up those episodes. I, 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 yeah, I, I think I'll run over on my time if I start going into it. So I apologize, but I can't go into everything. Um, or otherwise this would be very, very long. And it, it'll be off from the top of my head too, so it might not be in the right order. So, um, or the best order for you to understand. 
All right, and I believe that's it. So in summary, why or how did I uh, boost my testosterone and um, have my thyroid go faster? So it's not like I, I was pushing any buttons to increase my testosterone. It's not like I was um, you know, taking a thyroid hormone replacement for having my thyroid speed up. Wasn't, wasn't the case. So what I did instead was I focused on the nutrients that my thyroid needed to function. So it's not just vitamin D, but we're talking about those minerals. Go back and listen to those, uh, to that episode, uh, and also the vitamins. So I got more of the vitamins I needed. Um, I reduced stresses, uh, so both mental and also toxic, uh, toxicological. Ecological. There you go. I think that's the word. Um, anyway, so a toxin-based stress. I had to power through that word. I apologize for uh, forcing you to listen to, <laughs> to that toxicity, uh, you know, whatever I was trying to pronounce. Anyway, so specific toxins do affect your thyroid, um, your thyroid from uptaking nutrition as well as hormones. Um, it also adds uh, an overall burden to the body, which is a stressor. So uh, rightly so, your your body is going to start conserving more energy and resources in order to um, basically make do with the amount of resources that your body thinks you have. So, um, and yeah, and just naturally by doing that, by getting rid of the heavy metals that I had, I did a hair, a hair tissue mineral analysis, awesome test, um, and working on my stress and um, rebalancing my gut. That was a big one. I had leaky gut, um, and I still may have to go back and, and uh, do more of the, I don't want to say leaky gut protocol, but uh, do more of the heal and seal protocol. So uh, go back and, and uh, take those specific supplements that add to the recuperative process uh, that my intestines need in order to seal up that gut wall. It is a, a single cell um, wall when it comes to your gut lining and when you lose integrity in those things uh, in, the, in your gut. Uh, larger proteins and particles escape out into the, uh, into the little gaps in your intestines. That's what leaky gut is. And so, um, so yeah, so when it comes to your Hashimoto's, uh, because I believe I was going to mention that. Um, these escape pathogens or these escape proteins can, that spill out from your gut into your bloodstream can go anywhere and, and attach to anything. Um, and so that could be your joints and it could be your thyroid. Uh, and then your immune system rightfully wants to detach or wants to get rid of those uh, foreign matter that came from your intestines that are not supposed to be in your bloodstream, not supposed to be attached to your your joints or your thyroid. Um, and there's some collateral damage leading to uh, what people refer to as an autoimmune disease. And so by revamping or rebalancing my gut, helping seal that gut wall, um, and uh, getting rid of those toxicities and all those things that were holding back my thyroid, I naturally, rightfully so, have more hormones that are recuperative than they were um, before when my body was in that stressed 
and toxic state. So um, do I still have work to do? Absolutely. I, I already shared a few things. I'm not perfect. Uh, and and every time I do a test, I correct and and go on, on from there. And that's, that's life. Uh, so I'm not going to... Um, be too surprised if a year or two from now I do these tests again and there's like another thing that's like one marker off and I have to make another correction. Not a big deal. That's why I do these things. This is what real preventative work is all about. Um, it's not about uh, waiting until things get to um, the point where you get prescribed a pill or get slapped with a diagnosis or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was really disheartening for me to get a hypothyroid um, diagnosis because I've never been, well, I was diagnosed with, our, with a type of arthritis, but I was dealing with that for 20 years. But to be diagnosed with hypothyroidism after all my um, annual blood work came back you know, normal, quote unquote normal. Uh, I do a heavy eye roll for that um, every year of my life. And then suddenly, up, oh, you know, now you need a pill. Up, oh, your body's breaking down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, nonsense. Um, so, anyway, so if you're ever dis disheartened by a diagnosis, it's probably, there's probably more to it um, than your mainstream doctor knows. And so make sure to educate yourself because by taking 100% responsibility for our lives, only then are we able to have the uh, power or authority to actually make a change. So keep that in mind. Um, show notes are down below. Feel free to support yourself in whatever manner you feel appropriate. So I have free help. Uh, it's like this podcast, like general questions that I can answer. Um, and I have a group, so you can be part of my groups where I answer general questions, so you don't need to email or anything like that. Um, and then I have a, then I can support you if you decide to take a course in your particular uh, imbalance. So if you have a thyroid imbalance, there's a course for that. Uh, gut imbalance, which most people do, um, and, or female hormone uh, imbalance, whatever you want to concentrate on first. Uh, there's a course for that as well. And if you get any of those through my affiliate links down below, I'll provide some support uh, in the form of whatever questions you have for a predetermined amount of time. Um, and what else? So we have free, we have courses, and we have one-on-one -on -one help, of course. So my practice. So if you feel like you need one-on-one -on -one help, which is the highest level of service that I can provide, um, that and yeah, feel free to email me and then we'll go from there. I don't accept every client that uh, emails me. Um, and that's simply because if I sense someone's not actually ready to take those steps that they need to, like, give, like for example, giving up peanut butter, that's a reference from a different episode if you uh, caught that one. Um, like if, if, if a test comes back and you need to give something up that's making you sick and you decide not to, then, you know, there's no point in wasting both of our times. Clearly, um, you know, getting healthy isn't a priority for some reason, um, in which case, I could absolutely recommend life coaching um, and the, the uh, psychological benefit that comes along with that. <laughs> but, uh, but as far as health coaching, uh, there would yeah, I would wait for, for, for that. So health coaching isn't for everybody, um, but it is also for everybody because once you reach a certain point, then you're going to be open to those changes that you yourself need to make in order to have a better 
life, better health, um, a better body, better relationships, all those things. They all come with, with, you know, 100% ownership. Um, so yeah, so if you feel like you're 100% ready to take 100% ownership, feel free to email me at matthew at rootlvlwellness.com and I will see you, I think that's all the links down below. Yes, and if you just want to order uh, some of the best supplements and nutraceuticals on the market, feel free to use the Equal Life um, link down below, affiliate link, and email me the order number so that I make sure these things track. If, uh, if there's any issues, with my link I would like to know um, and yeah so anyway I can support you feel free to email me uh, anyway so take care and I'll see you on the next episode of the Penacea Concept bye